Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. They say it's in your blood, a game that can't be won, only played. A love affair. It satisfies the soul and frustrates the intellect. The greatest game ever played. Golf. It's real. And this is Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper, son of legendary golfer Billy Casper. Talking golf with you for more than two decades. And now, here's Brian and Bob. Yes, sir. Welcome in to another week's edition of Real Golf Radio. I'm Brian Taylor alongside Bob Casper. So nice to have you with us again. Here we are. We got St. Paddy's Day behind us. We got uh, March Madness underway, which means the next major sporting event following March. March Madness is the Masters. A tradition unlike any other. The Masters on CBS. Yeah, we are looking forward to that. Jim Nance with the ultimate job of going from the Final Four to the 18th Tower at Augusta National for his call of the Masters. Uh, You know, we got a little bit of glimpse of some of the players who were in form last week at the Players' Championship, although it was certainly a discombobulated. event with all of the weather and many of the players that we would have liked to have seen down the stretch in contention wouldn't weren't able to survive the hurricane like winds that blew through the halfway point of round one and into round two for some of these players but uh, nevertheless uh, a champion uh, and a fine one at that a top 10 player in the world cam smith getting the w and uh doing it in dramatic fashion providing some nice entertainment for us we'll talk about that coming up ryan balangy golfnewsnet.com we'll stop by as well here in hour number one and then on the back nine hour number two it of course is america's favorite caddy and we will uh, get his take on a lot of things we've got some extended interviews with these guys so uh, hopefully you'll enjoy it and you'll stick around but bob just looking back real quickly at the players championship your initial thoughts on cam smith and the way he got it done well cam smith was able to uh, kind of put his way to the win especially in that final round making 10 birdies and three bogeys or four bogeys, something like that, bogeyed the last hole. But the other thing he was able to do is um, he's been able to do this year is, is win another golf tournament. So he's got two wins on the year, um, which is phenomenal. And with the weather, it opened up the whole field. Yeah, well, for sure, right? And yet, here we get another top 10 player. So it wasn't as if there was a complete fluke winner. But ironically... He lives there in Jacksonville, right there yep. near the golf course. And the last time there was an unscheduled Monday finish at the Players' Championship was 2005. Fred Funk, also a local resident, was able to win. So there might be something to waiting out a rain delay in your own home that exactly. you might want to look for. So uh, anyway, we'll talk about all of that. Plus, man, we got PGL coming back. We got SGL announcing tournaments. Well, there's a lot to talk about. We're just getting started. Thanks for joining us here on Real Golf Radio. 
Remember your favorite movie moments? Ever thought about collecting them and connecting with your favorite creators? Now you can turn that wish into a reality with Real 8. Real 8 is an inaugural NFT marketplace for fans to collect exclusive behind-the-scenes moments. With Real 8, you can access unique experiences like meeting the cast and crew live. Visit real8.com slash USA now to join a community of like-minded fans and get even closer to the films you love. Don't miss the latest NFT drop. Check out real8.com slash USA. That's R-E-E-L, the number 8.com slash USA. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. Blue Chew's tablets combat all forms of ED and can help men gain extra confidence when it's time to perform. No visits to the doctor, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy, and it ships right to your door. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com. Consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. Blue Chew's licensed medical providers work with you to find the right prescription. Blue Chew's tablets are chewable, and they're made in the USA. They prepare and ship directly, so it's cheaper than a pharmacy. Plus, there's a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code SPORTS at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com promo code SPORTS to receive your first month free. Angie's List is now Angie, your home for everything home. With Angie, you could cross your next project off your to-do list before this ad is over. Just tell us what you need and we'll handle the rest. Sending a top pro to get it done. Or browse reviews, compare quotes from pros and connect instantly. All for free. For everything from routine maintenance to a dream remodel. Because however you want your project done, we'll get it done. Download the app or go to Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com to get started. Are you looking to start a business? From side hustles to major business opportunity? Franchise 123 connects franchise buyers with sellers. And we have over 4,000 franchises for you to choose from. In one simple 30-second call, our live agents will sign you up to the platform. This is not a hard sales call either. We give you free access to our database. Yes, free access. No cost. We are the largest online franchise database in the world. You can find 95% of all businesses. Buying a franchise doesn't have to be complicated. We make it easy. And right now, some have no startup fees. You can turn your special skill into a franchise business or go full scale with all the top franchise businesses in the world. Sign up with Franchise 123 now and get your free guide to franchise success now. Call 800-433-0539, 800-433-0539 or text Franchise 123 to 63566. Text Franchise 123 to 63566. Now, back to Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. And this segment is brought to you by Callaway Golf and the Chrome Soft family of golf balls. Chrome Soft is better for everyone, from amateurs to major winners. And now with Callaway's proprietary new precision technology, the Chrome Soft golf ball is longer through the bag while providing the signature soft feel that golfers love. And i got to tell you, I've been using this golf ball for several years now. And what they have done, I guess they're calling it this precision technology, or they've done some things, but the the spin around the greens is perfect now. 
absolutely perfect. Uh, it, it is always, for me, has always flown great off the tee and uh, in into the greens, providing you get the right golf ball for your spin. But it's the little shots around the green that I think that is vastly improved for me. So I highly recommend. Give it a shot. Uh, CallawayGolf.com. Pick one up at your local pro shop uh, or favorite retailer, the new Chrome Soft family of golf balls. Uh, all right, Bob. Uh, boy, you know, you, you mentioned that in the open there that the weather opened up the field. And that is typically the case, meaning that the dominant players might have to adjust their game and the golf course, you know, gives opportunities to others than the very top players. Well, you know, we see it happen in a lot of events where there are rain delays and multiple rain delays. Um, Guys get... um, Guys try to figure out what what's happening, but you know the what comes to mind is Mike Weir when he wanted Augusta. You know, you would have thought that that golf course would have played better for a long player with it having to play with it playing long um, because of all the rain and everything. And yet Mike Weir ended up hitting lots of wedges and making lots of birdies, and he ends up winning the golf tournament. Same is true this last week, um, although. Um, you know, the winner was able to uh, to drive the ball well and, and hit it relatively long off the tee. But, you know, balls weren't going very far. And when that happens, then it comes down to short game and putting. And that's really what um, made things great for the winner. Yeah, Cam Smith uh, from Australia, a big win there. And I think it's an interesting point that you make. It almost neutralizes the distance. Yeah, And so with the golf course playing longer – it makes it that much longer for everybody. And if everyone's going to be laying up, now the best wedge players can shine. I think that being the case back in 03 with Mike Weir, uh, he certainly was impressive around the greens. But uh, this week, I, you know, I'll tell you, Cam Smith gave us an up-and-down ride. He birdies the first four holes. Then he kind of drops a, a, some shots and seemingly is out of contention. And then he birdies the first four on the back nine. Yeah. And then he comes right down and he birdies 17 and then he uh, hits it 16 and 17. Yeah, sorry, 16 and 17. And then, you know, hitting it right off the tee on 18, pitching out into the water, which I'm still a little surprised that he Yeah. I, I mean, you know that golf Hit course it that better. far down there. Yeah, I mean, couldn't he have? Could he not have pitched out? I think it was maybe mentioned on the broadcast uh, followed or somebody said he could have just pitched out sideways. I'm not sure how yeah. far out that would have yeah. left his his next shot, but yeah, I you know I understand it. Um, it looked like he got he did you know pitch out or hit kind of tried to hit something low and um, it went left and it, it hooked left around the tree and into the water. Um, you know if you hit something low that's gonna hit in that right side or hit just in the rough, it's gonna check it up a little bit. It's gonna roll it out a little bit. But you know what he he came up. He had a phenomenal shot from 52 or 53 yards to about uh, two, two and a half feet, and then made that for his bogey, which uh, helped him to win the tournament. Yeah, enough for a sh- uh, one-shot victory yep. over Anabon Lahiri. And uh, you know what, classic, how about Lahiri clutching up on the 17th, making birdie on his own, which was yep. which was super cool. So anyway, at the end of the day, Cam Smith, um, it was an emotional victory. His, his mom and his sister were there along with his girlfriend. I loved that kind of thing. I mean, look, I love to watch great golf, but I like the human element to the game as well. And I thought that the broadcast did a nice job of bringing that in and just kind of, you know, made it a feel good story at the end of the day. And, um, you know, again, as I mentioned, local, 
uh, Jacksonville resident there. He's just a few minutes away from his home and was able, I, I there's something, there's gotta be something to that, Bob. Yeah. I mean, being yep. able to stay at your home and, and not have to worry so much about the rain delays or mess around with hotels and that type of thing. It's, it's, there's some, there's a, there's a less, there's a lesser level of stress, I guess you could say. Yeah. And you're not, you know, you're not having to stick around in the clubhouse. You're not going from the golf course to the hotel and back to the golf course. You're, you're just down the road and you can be at the golf course in less than five minutes, you know, a couple minutes from being on property. So, um, and the other thing about that story of having his mom and his sister there is he hadn't seen them in two years because of COVID and for them to be able to come out, he picked them up early in the week and they were there for the win of the players championship. And he got choked up about it when, when he got interviewed after his round. So I, I, that, that story is such a great feel good story. No doubt about it. Cam Smith, 10 birdies on the final round, uh, which is certainly impressive around that golf course. And he picks up win number five in his yep. career. And if I read that right, all five of his wins have come within a shot. Yes. Um, I mean, it's been, he's had some close ones. And remember, he was within a shot. He was tied going into extra holes with Tony Finau at the playoffs yep. last year, Northern Trust. And the driver let him down and he, he hit it out of bounds in, or in the hazard off the, off the first you know, playoff hole and basically gave it to Tony at that point in time. But, um, you know, he didn't give anything away at TPC. And, and you got to yep. look at Cam Smith. Look, he's, he's made the jump. He's got five wins. Now he's got a players under his belt. And, you know, I'm not saying he's the favorite going into Augusta. But with his short he played game, they're well there last year. Exactly. I mean, you got, whether it's Augusta or another major, that's the next step for Cam Smith. And I loved what he said afterwards that he just felt like it's his time. He's ready, yeah. and it feels like it's his time to win these big events. Yeah, and you know when you look at at what he was able to do, pick up his fifth win. It's a marquee event, the marquee event on the PGA Tour. Um, he picks up three point six million dollars. Mm. It's amazing. Twenty million or twenty million for the purse. Honor Bon Lahiri, he's got a great consolation prize, two point one eight million dollars. Paul Casey at one point three eight million dollars, and Kevin Kistner at, at nine point eight. Uh, nine point eight million? <laughs> no, not nine point eight. Nine hundred thousand. So almost a million. So those four guys all made close to a million dollars or more, and. Uh, but Cameron Smith, boy, he earned it. He earned it coming down the stretch. He earned it with his play. Um, he earned it with that putter. And those are that putter and his short game are what he excels at on the PGA Tour. Well, let me see. You mentioned the money. It felt like there was a lot of talk about the money. We had the gold yep. man statue all over the broadcast. And so you've got this golden icon and all this money. <laughs> and haven't we been hearing the last few months that it's not about the money, it's about the legacy. And yeah. yet it felt like in the marquee flagship event of the PGA Tour, they were sure making a point that there was that the PGA Tour was paying these guys a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. It had to and have been a bit of a of statement. Put huh? it in your face. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. All right, <laughs> uh, coming up next, we're going to welcome Ryan Ballinger. I want to ask him about this uh, as well as some other topics. Uh, I, I'm curious to know what you think about the Paul Casey unfortunate yeah. drive on was was that 16 16 in yeah. the final round and it went yep. into the pitch mark the ball mark of someone else's drive correct so essentially it was an embedded ball but it wasn't embedded in its own pitch mark and so he didn't get relief no relief i, I don't know i don't like it but you know my stance on the divot rule i think it's yeah. the dumbest rule in golf mm-hmm. 
Do you think it's the same? What the pitch mark? Yeah. No. You think so? You think there's you you're, you would support having a rule change for pitch marks, but not divots? No. Neither. Neither. You don't want either one changed. No. I didn't know you were on their side. <laughs> well, this is sorry. Re- this is a revelation. Sorry. Well, no wonder it's never getting done. We're a house divided. <laughs> it's not going to happen. We've got to go into this thing united, Bob. We'll talk to Ryan Ballingy about that coming up, plus PGL, SGL. Here we go again. Ryan Ballingy next right here on Real Golf Radio. Bob and I love buying cars and trucks from Brent Brown Toyota in Orem. They're great to work with, and they'll make a deal that works for you. And right now, despite the market issues... Brent Brown has a great selection of used vehicles for you to choose from. And they'll make it convenient for you. You can shop online, conduct business over the phone. Hey, they'll even bring a car to you for a test drive. You can't beat the selection and the service at Brent Brown Toyota in Norm. Oh, and those new Tundras? They're so sick. Call them or stop by today at Brent Brown Toyota and BrentBrownToyota.com. What is it that you want out of life? Whatever it is, it can be a lot more rewarding with the Vivid Rewards Card, the Agility Cash Card, and the Clarity Card from Science Bank. Get three times the rewards or 1.5% cash back. Or enjoy our lowest rate without any of the expected fees. Because whatever you choose to do, there's a card for you. Learn more at sciencebank.com slash cards. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions. See a banker for details. A division of Science Bank Corporation and a member FDIC. You've been in an accident, and now you have a choice to make. With Siegfried and Jensen, the signs are clear. We're here for you 24-7. The call is free, the consultation is free, and our team is with you all the way. Don't get lost after an accident. Call Siegfried and Jensen today. Our good friends at Mountainland Supply have recently joined with United Service and Sales to form Mountainland Power Equipment. You know Mountainland Supply for all your landscape irrigation needs, but now with this partnership with United Service and Sales, they can set you up with snowplow equipment, power equipment like lawnmowers, gas-powered trimmers, hedgers, and blowers, plus service on-site in Salt Lake and soon in Provo. If you're a landscape professional looking for power equipment and service, go to unitedserviceandsales.com. United Service and Sales is a local employee-owned and operated Mountainland Company. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968. 800-817-2968. 800-817-2968. That's 800-817-2968. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health 
health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Come on, you watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you with the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than 1000 If you owe the IRS 5000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. Accidents don't just happen 9 to 5, they happen when you least expect them. Nights, weekends, holidays, you name it. That's why the team at Siegfried & Jensen is here for you 24-7. Seriously injured? Call Siegfried & Jensen now. Hi, this is Brian Taylor from my friends at Hoops Vision. As with any health procedure, you want to make sure you're going to get the best care with the best science, technology, and experience, especially when it comes to your eyes. I went through the decision-making process about getting LASIK surgery 13 years ago. I was tired of contacts and glasses, but I worried about having surgery. I went to Hoops Vision, and they walked me through a free consultation that put all my worries to bed. I appreciated the professional manner in which they interacted with me. I felt confident in their vast experience and the fact that they had the best technology. And I knew that if the best golfers in the state trusted their eyes to Hoops, so could I. 13 years later, it was still the best decision. Decision I ever made. I personally recommend Hoops Vision and want you to have the same great experience I did. Sign up for your free consultation at hoopsvision.com. Mention Real Golf Radio and you'll save $1,000 on your LASIK procedure. That's Hoops Vision and hoopsvision.com. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Talking golf with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. One day you'll get it. Here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back. Real Golf Radio. Brian and Bob with you here. Thanks for joining us on this uh, St. Patrick's weekend. Hope everybody was safe and had a good time. And uh, you know what? When I think of St. Patrick's, I think of my friend Ryan Balangy out there on the East Coast having a good time. And I know that he's probably got some deal at his club going on to celebrate this weekend. So let's welcome him in from GolfNewsNet.com, Ryan Balangy. What's up, man? Hey guys, thanks for having me on. It's always good to visit with you. Uh, so, uh, last I heard from you, your club, you had two dollar deals going. What what they do for St. Patty's Day? We did three seventeen deals. Uh, we, we like dates at the club, apparently. So we did two twenty two beers and other things for uh, February twenty second, Tuesday, and then for this, we're doing three seventeen. Not just on St. Patrick's Day, though, all weekend long. Ah. So on Smithix and Guinness, and I believe it's. 
green Miller light for some reason. Ah, there you uh, go. Up. So yeah, <laughs> yeah just, nice. just get ready. Yeah. And then we got the Irish open on Saturday. So it's, it's going to be a show. It's going to be a great weekend. Uh, you, by the time you get to August though, man, they're going to be making up for the profits lost back in February and March. <laughs> yeah. They're going to have like $8 31 cent beers for August 31st. Oh, oh, all right. Hey, looking back last week. Oh, well, not even last week, earlier this week, the players championship wrapping up on a Monday, Cam Smith getting the win, his fifth, uh, just, I mean, it was such a discombobulated tournament, but at the end it was pretty darn exciting with Cam Smith in the, in the manner that he went about, you know, navigating the, the last couple of holes. Yeah, it really did come together. I, I, th- I think the players just has a way about it. And part of it's the nature of really 14 through 18 being the most difficult holes in the course, save for 16, which is the most exciting hole in the course, I think. And you, you've got that just great battery to finish the, the tournament, finish around. And it always just seems to work itself out that you get a, a really strong kind of A, A minus, B plus player against another similar player. And you get a good little showdown at the end. And we got it again this year. And we, we had, unfortunately, with Paul Casey, his situation on 16. But Cam Smith was lights out with the putter. You had Bon Lahiri didn't go away, played really, really well. And you had a good little showdown. It wasn't one, two, and three in the world. We never get that. But what we got was pretty good. Yeah, it was fun to watch, especially, like you said, those last couple of holes with um, Cameron Smith making birdie at 17 and also Anubhan Lahiri making birdie at 17. And uh, and then Cameron Smith making it exciting on the 18th hole, hit it in the water from the right trees. So um, when it all comes down to it, uh, especially on that final hole, man, you just you just got to suck it up and hit a good shot and hit it in the fairway, don't you? And I think that's what I really like about Sawgrass and, and the times I've been there watching the tournament in person, I, it comes out even more. When you just stand at a tee box or you stand behind a player and you see them hitting a shot and, and you as an, an amateur player or uh, just an observer think, how in the world are they going to pull that off? And the, the tee shot at 18 comes immediately to mind, way more so, honestly, than the tee shot at 17 because it looks like there is nowhere to put the ball. And there is space. But there's still not much. And I think that's just a really interesting question to ask somebody to win or to hold on or to move up the leaderboard in a tournament. Can you hit a shot you know you're scared of? Whatever way you work the ball, if you put the ball on the green. It's just a very simple question, but really hard to answer. So it, it does bring up an interesting uh, discussion around, you know, players and projecting their future success and whatnot, where you've got, you know, Cam Smith, who's not exactly great off the tee, but he's so good around the greens. Now, where are you at on that? When you start looking at players who, you know, they can say, do you think he leans too much on the short game or would you rather go into it with the short game intact and then figure it out off the tee? That's a really good question. I feel like in the analytics era where we talk about strokes gain so much, we realize strokes gain off the tee is really important, and we've categorized it in a way that maybe minimizes how far offline players can hit it off the tee. I mean, Cam Smith was, on average, something like 26 feet off of the, the center of the fairway. That's, that's not bad. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. But that ranked him 60th out of 70 players who you know finished the tournament. Uh, and the top guy on the, that stat is 16 feet, which is also pretty incredible. So if you think about it from a ranking perspective, 10 feet is the difference between top and bottom on that, on that statistic. 
the, the total dispersion in the field. Is that bad? No, I don't, I don't care what you tell me. If I'm 26 feet away from the center of the fairway on average, I think it did great. So if I'm Cam Smith, I'm not that worried about it. And he's put on some extra distance this year, which has been good to see. But he's got a foundational short game that, I mean, he gained 11 strokes putting. That just yeah. doesn't happen a whole lot in, in golf. And on a golf course where it's really difficult to make a lot of putts. And he did it time and time again, put himself in a good position because of it. And he was good enough otherwise that he was able to win the tournament. There's lots of ways to win golf tournaments, but I think in the era of strokes gained, we have placed so much emphasis on strokes gained off the tee and tee to green just because of approach play as well that we kind of forget there are a couple different ways to skin the cat. Yeah, and, you know, when it comes down to putting, um, what, uh, he was 2.8 per round, 2.8 gained right. per round, and uh, and then he proved it. Uh, watching the highlights of the broadcast, they started showing him making putts, and he made 10 birdies in the final round and shot 66. 10 birdies is phenomenal in a final round, um, and to be able to shoot 66 and still win the golf and and only win the golf tournament by one, it was fun to it was fun to watch those yeah. other guys putting some pressure on him. Uh, I think it just makes and the three hole stretch kind of with seven eight nine where. It got out of hand where he lost control off the tee bad enough that it was going to cost him strokes. And that happens. I mean, when you're someone who doesn't hit the ball particularly straight, that can happen. But when you've got a short game like his, if your approach play is marginal enough and you get off the tee well enough, you're going to create opportunities for yourself because you can make more putts than the average person. Do you want to get into a run like that every single week where that's what you got to do to win? No, that's short and speak territory a lot of the time. And that's not really reliable. But if you get into something where you're maybe a little bit better off the tee than he was at Sawgrass and a, maybe just a little bit worse putting, that's going to do pretty well most of the time. Ryan Ballinger, GolfNewsNet.com, joining us here on Real Golf Radio. You mentioned Paul Casey. Was it bad luck or is it a bad rule? I. <laughs> it's hard, right? It's hard, right? Because... We think about, and I think about this rule all the time from as a television viewer, what I see it happen on TV, you go, man, that stinks. And you saw it on camera and you know it went into some place that you didn't create and it wasn't your issue. But think about it in a situation where it's not on TV. And that's what the rules of golf are really about. It's not about television. It's about protecting a field of players in a situation which they all cannot observe at once. And if you gave someone like Paul Casey or anybody for that matter, the right to move or drop or take relief from a sand divot or a divot or a, not a pitch mark. That's not your own. All those things could be taken advantage of in a way that didn't protect the field. And I, I think as painful as it is to say, that's the way it should be. I think that's the way it should be because I want to err on the side of protecting all the players in the field in the competition as opposed to trying to make it more convenient in a bad luck situation. It was horrible and it stunk to watch it, but I think it played out the way it probably should play out. So protecting the the players in the field. um, Another point that was on television was Daniel Berger and um, the whole situation that played out there on 16 also regarding where his ball crossed the, the margin of the hazard, your thoughts about, how they went about it and, and how he, um, you know, 
voiced his concerns that it wasn't the right drop? I watched it twice, and I, I come down the side of Daniel Berger. I think he probably should have been able to drop it farther up than he did, maybe not as far up as he wanted, but farther up. And who's to say what that would have cost him in the end? But, again, you're trying to protect the field, right? The, the Victor Hovlins of the world are trying to say, well, I don't. Remember your favorite movie moments? Ever thought about collecting them and connecting with your favorite creators? Now you can turn that wish into a reality with Real 8. Real 8 is an inaugural NFT marketplace for fans to collect exclusive behind-the-scenes moments. With Real 8, you can access unique experiences like meeting the cast and crew live. Visit real8.com slash USA now to join a community of like-minded fans and get even closer to the films you love. Don't miss the latest NFT drop. Check out real8.com slash USA. That's R-E-E-L, the number 8.com slash USA. I need a laptop that helps me work remote from Charleston or, or Charlotte or wherever I am this week. It's possible at Staples. How about a PC that can manage my workload at a price I can manage? Also possible. Your local Staples store has the innovative tech and tools you need to take on the future of work. And this week at Staples, you can save up to $230 on select PCs. Explore what's new for your business at Staples, the working and learning store. Ends 319, limit two, in-store only. Right now, sports betting is the fastest growing industry in the world. To consistently cash tickets at the sports books, it's best to be armed with the right plays from the best sports bettors in the business. That's what you'll get at AgainstTheNumber.com. At AgainstTheNumber.com, you'll get specialists with decades of experience betting multiple sports at a high level and many sports-specific packages from the NFL to college basketball to cricket to soccer to the European tour that gives you a consistent edge on the sports book. For a highly skilled, reasonably priced team of premium sports handicappers focused on one thing and one thing only, beating the books at their own game. Visit AgainstTheNumber.com. That's AgainstTheNumber.com. Fever is the leading symptom of COVID and the flu. And the only way to reliably detect fever is with an accurate thermometer. Be vigilant and be accurate with the Exergen Temporal Scanner, proven in more than 100 clinical studies. Don't rely on non-contact thermometers. They are proven to be inaccurate and will not reliably detect a fever that might mean COVID. Be sure to seek medical advice at the first sign of fever. Learn more at exergen.com. Hi, Tom Bodette for Motel 6, and we'll leave the light on for fur babies. If you think it's been hard being stuck at home for a year, think about your dog been seven years for them and they deserve to get out and sniff the world too so grab daisy ranger or doodles and hit the road but be sure to stick your head out the window and look for a motel six and like all pets baxter stays free hot dog i'm tom bodette for motel six and we'll leave the light on for you i don't want to give you an unfair advantage and then be looked down upon for that as being too friendly to my playing competitor but at the same time neither of them said they had a really good view of it. And uh, you have to collaborate with those people who aren't expecting you to hit the ball in the water like Daniel Berger did, but he had the best view of the shot. So you, you kind of have to take him to some degree at face value. And I know this goes back to then, well, what about Tiger and Trevor Immelman back in the day at the players? And, and Tiger got a probably friendlier drop zone spot than he should have on 14. But 
Um, again, I, I still think you kind of have to trust the instinct of the player there. It, it, it's hard. It, again, another hard one because there's a lot of money on the line, a lot of points and stuff on the line in that moment. And you don't want to be seen as among your peers, someone who let them let someone collect money on you without you even being able to, to defend yourself. But I, I think at the end of the day, Daniel Berger was in the right. He probably should have been closer to the hole. Yeah. I, and what my takeaway on that whole thing was the way they handled it. Daniel Berger says, look, I disagree. I think it's a wrong drop, but for the sake of you two, you're both, I'm, I'm going to drop it here. I think it's wrong, but I'm going to drop it. So there's a couple things there. One, uh, he didn't get angry. He didn't try to fight him, which, yeah. I, you know, yeah. as a professional, you're not going to. But learn from this. I guarantee you, in a muni situation or a tournament, an amateur situation, <laughs> someone's going to want to throw down if, 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 if somebody stands up to him right there. And that's not the way you go about it. So I liked the way they handled it professionally. Uh, and the other thing is, Nope. Don't be afraid to stick up for what you think you saw. And yeah, and, and that's something I think as amateurs, it's a, it's uncomfortable, but it's part of your responsibility. If you're in a competition to, as you said, protect the field and don't be afraid to stand up for what you think you saw uh, and, and have that conversation. Now in, in a regular club event or another tournament, oftentimes they'll allow you to play two balls and then you hammer it out with the pro at the end. That's okay too. But Nobody got upset. In fact, afterwards, Daniel Berger said, look, it was the right drop, 100%. I'm behind it, and he moved on, right? He didn't yeah. make it an issue. All of those things, I think, are really good lessons for those of us who find ourselves less frequently in competitive situations <laughs> and how you should handle it. Yeah, I think he did. Um, Berger handled it great. So did Hopland said, hey, I'm just trying to do what I perceive my role as, uh, as a player in that, a playing competitor in that situation. And again, Berger didn't get flummoxed. He knew what was on the line. He, he knew what kind of money and points were available to him and, and what 30 or 40 yards might have meant to being able to get up and down for, uh, you know, from there. So I, I very much appreciate that they all kind of handled a difficult conversation about as well as you were going to and that the resolution was, okay, yeah, it may not have been what I agreed to, but I'm going to do it the right way and we're just going to move on with it. It wasn't personal. It was no. just the situation. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, exactly. And the other interesting thing was, is that when they called the rules official in the rules official threw it back on the players to figure yeah. it out and, and to get it back in play the way it was supposed to not necessarily to walk them through the process and make the determination for them. Yeah. I like that too. The official basically yeah. stayed out of it. He just reminded yeah. him, it's up. You, you three it. collaborate. Yeah, which yeah. I like that. Hey, Ryan, before we let you go, and I realize this isn't something we can talk about in just a couple of minutes, so um, take your time and elaborate. But uh, let's see, uh, you know, I, I keep playing that uh, Michael Scott meme from uh, The Office where he's like, you know, explain it to me like I'm five. Um, I, I still don't understand. Greg Norman comes out. He announces eight tournaments uh, that are going to be played. And he's he's in there saying all the things about oh look just play everything it's great you don't you know I I still don't understand why the PGA Tour and then you got the the the, the Premier Golf League has come back in I just don't understand why the PGA Tour would want to entertain any of this still at this point in time. Yeah, I, I mean I think Jay Monahan kind of put it pretty well. You know, it's taken up enough oxygen for them. They would like to move on. And then a week later, here comes Greg Norman with his schedule, but no players, no television, no explanation of how any of this is going to work uh, or why it should work or why we should believe that it's going to work. Right. And I, I don't think that that was as potent of an announcement as maybe Greg Norman thought it was going to be because at the same time, you get this letter he sends out to players 
that basically says you can, you don't have to commit to us. You can just try and see it and see if you like it. You don't have to sign a contract. You don't have to really be involved. And we know you're worried about the tour and all of this stuff. It almost seems like it's a trial balloon. Like they're throwing the money out there to see if now that the money is at least tangibly real on a Squarespace website for the Live Golf Invitational Tour, that someone might go, well, you know, I'm really interested in that. Maybe I will take them up on it and go from there. And then that will spur a series of legal action and lawyers are going to get rich over figuring out whether the PGA Tour can ban players who choose to play in those events. And maybe that's what the whole point of this is. I, I can't imagine that it seems very clear from Norman's letter that he doesn't really have anybody. And if he thinks he's got somebody they're on the fringe, they're, they're not gung ho about it because they know what happened to Phil Mickelson and they know what happened to Bryson DeChambeau and Dustin Johnson, Xander Shoffley, all these guys who had to put out statements of loyalty to the PGA tour, just apologize to the universe. So I think all of this is, a, is about trying to convince just some people. It doesn't have to be 40 players or even 20 players. If you get five guys or 10 guys to try it out and see what it's like doing these events, then maybe you can, by proxy, convince another 10 or 15. And if you have to backfill the first few events with guys in the Asian Tour and the DP World Tour who are just thrilled to be able to play for this obnoxious amount of money, okay, so be it but I think they've kind of come to the point where they're tired of negotiating in private. So they're going to try to negotiate in public by just putting the money out there and going, we're having the tournaments. You're welcome to come if you'd like. You know, one of the guys that they talked about that might've been on the fringe was Henrik Stenson. And he was just announced as Ryder cup captain that kind of put that one down real quick. Yeah, it did. I mean, and he said, he said he signed a contract, which I, I don't even know that you actually have to do to be the Ryder cup captain, but he wanted to demonstrate uh, a, a commitment to this, this idea of being the captain and the, the role that it plays with the European tour, because they have that uh, most of the ownership of their side of it. And uh, again, that's kind of a slap in the face of, all right, you almost had me, but I want to be the Ryder cup captain an unpaid position where I have to work for two years rather than deal with the Saudi tour. So I, I don't know what that says to the viability of it all, but I think Norman just kind of put all this out there with the Saudis that we've got the money. We we're willing to flaunt the money. It's just, will you be willing to play for it? Now they're going to try and put it back on the players instead of on them. And maybe, the, and maybe that's what this ultimately is, is Lee Westwood, Jason Kokrak, three other guys that are PGA tour level and a bunch of Asian tour guys who are 500th or worse in the world. I don't know, but I don't find that particularly entertaining to watch. No offense yeah. to you or I, but you and me shooting in the high seventies at best against the best players in the world uh, is not going to be compelling television for anybody to watch. I, that, but that, that's my point is there because they don't have anybody. I'm not sure. I mean, I could go out and say, I've got this company and we're, we're worth this much money, but you don't really have any products or services or cl clients or customers. I mean, it's just, you're just talking. And so it feels like they're just talking right now. Uh, PGL real quick, uh, your thoughts. The PGL suddenly is now back in the mix and it sounds like the SGL uh, wanted to fund the PGL and PGL didn't want to be associated with the Saudis. And so they said, well, we'll try and steal your idea. And now the PGL's come back around. They're trying to basically team up with the PGA Tour, saying, "Let's we'll be friendly. We'll go friendly fire here. We're gonna. This is gonna be under a tour umbrella." Sounds like a Trojan horse to me. And it feels like the PGL has been trying to negotiate in public this entire time versus the Saudis, who have tried to do it very secretively behind closed doors and NDAs. 
because the PGL has basically put all of their communications to the PGA tour out in public through somebody, whether it's a no laying ups podcast or another reporter or what have you. And all of them are basically just public memos that say, Hey, here's what we intend to do. We would like to basically take the PGL concept, put it under the PGA tour umbrella and then completely blow up the PGA tour model because we want to make the PGA tour a for-profit organization. We want to own 32 and a half percent for ourselves another seven and a half percent for other folks. And we're just going to take over your tour in exchange for this idea that the PGA tour, frankly, could easily do by itself. Mm-hmm. If they really yeah. want to do a team league concept, they could call 10 of their best, uh, you know, angel investor type buddies, uh, venture capital buddies and go, Hey, will you each give us $20 million to put on a tournament and we can do a team series and we have the TV partners. We can, they can do it all themselves. And I'm sure that they're going to find a way to do it, but they're, they're not going to get away from the model of the PGA tour and the PGAL just kind of makes this assumption that because they have this idea that, all, and they have a ton of money to throw at it, that they could get away with teaming up with the tour who, like I said, can do all of this themselves if they want. So I, I don't really see the value of the PGL. Frankly, I see it as having way less value even than the Saudi league. Mm. Well, as the world turns, I mean, the PGA tour, or I should say professional golf in the middle of a soap opera, uh, yeah. right, uh, while also in the middle of a season, which is pretty interesting. But, hey, we're three weeks to the Masters. We'll focus on that. And hopefully, you know what? Let me ask you this real quick before we let you go. <laughs> How many times have I said that, by the way? Uh, do we see Phil Mickelson at Augusta? I think so. I think 100% yes. Mm. Yeah. I, I think that's, uh, that's when the uh, rehabilitation tour starts. It's coming back, doing a Tiger-like press conference, Maybe get a talking to from Fred Ridley and uh, and then see where it leaves you from there. And if, if that's if he wants to play the PGA Tour. Maybe he just decides after all of this, I'm just going to play the Saudi Tour anyway. And yeah. that would be, that would probably be almost as bad a reaction as to the, the quotes that he gave to Alan Shipnick and, and to John Huggin about the PGA Tour and the Saudis. It would almost be even worse if he said, yeah, I'm really sorry, but I'm going to take the money anyway. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take the money and run. And the other the other question is, do we see Tiger Woods other than at the the players' dinner? Maybe the par three contest. Maybe the par three contest. But, but not I don't. Tournament. I don't take him. I don't take him as, as feeling particularly ceremonial about it yet. So I think. I think it's all or nothing. Mm. Well, we'll be chatting with you as it gets closer, and uh, always good to visit with you. Really appreciate you taking some time. Fun golf chat, and uh, man, take care. We'll talk to you soon. All right, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. There you go. Ryan Ballinger, golfnewsnet.com, joining us here on Real Golf Radio. Hmm, that was fun. A uh, lot to get to, a lot to unpack from that conversation. We'll continue on the show next. Here's a simple solution for you. If you have back pain, knee pain, or any other pain in your body, it's as simple as drinking a glass of water every day. Your body is over 60% water, and drinking the best water you can get is crucial for your health. Echo Antioxidant Water, developed by Synergy Science, is the best water you can drink, and it's only available through this special radio offer. Over 1,000 research studies have shown that the powerful antioxidant used in Echo Antioxidant Water can reduce inflammation, improve brain function, help you sleep better, and boost gut health. With just two glasses a day, you can experience these benefits right from the comfort of your home. Some people have even replaced their morning coffee jolt with Echo Antioxidant Water. 
Call now and learn which Echo product by Synergy Science is right for you. We offer free shipping and a full 30-day money-back guarantee. Change your health by simply changing your water. 800-944-1789. That's 800-944-1789. If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bone. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them. And it's proudly made in the U.S. USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-437-8217. 800-437-8217. That's 800-437-8217. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Now, back to Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. And this segment brought to you by Black Desert Resort. Go to blackdesertresort.com and find out why Remarkable is in is within reach at this Scottsdale-style resort in St. George, Utah. Right next to Entrada, we're talking about a full-service Golf resort, a Tom Weiskopf championship golf course, a resort hotel, spa, restaurants, shopping, uh, trails, all kind. And by the way, the yard, you're going to want to check out the, the yard. yard, a 36 hole lighted putting course Woo. with food trucks and music and games, all great stuff to be had out there in the yard for golfers to enjoy themselves. Similar to bootlegger area right similar to the cradle similar to some of these other places you've seen around the country the yard's going to be a cool signature spot at black desert and there's real estate opportunities available at blackdesertresort.com sounds like a lot of jocularity will be going on (laughs) on the yard (laughs) hey boys in the yard man yep that's right you know boys and girls this like i don't mean to be you know like anybody kids adult everyone's going to be having a good time out in the yard right all all i told the guys was if you're going to call it the yard you better serve milkshakes. That's right. Because the milkshakes, of course, will bring all the boys to it. Anyway, yeah, to the yard. Okay, sorry <laughs> if you're not uh, following me on that one. But uh, uh, all right, so we, Ryan Ballinger just joined us. Oh, okay, so 
Ryan gave his topic uh, or his thoughts on the divot rule. Um, you know, we also talked a little bit about uh, SGL and PGL. Mm-hmm. Let, let me just talk to you about that because, first of all, the PGA Tour says, hey, you know, we're moving on. And then Norman says, hey, we're not done yet. And then comes out and announces this week that there is a full schedule. Well, he's got an eight-tournament schedule. Right. And there's $20 bucks at each one of those. Mm-hmm. And he basically sent a letter to all the tour players saying, hey, look, um, we're going to do this. It would be really great if you came. And I mean, I, you don't have to stay the whole time if you don't want, but if you could just come for a little bit, you know, have some hors d'oeuvres, you know, be part of our party, you know, it'd be really great, you know. Uh, it kind of felt that way. And, <laughs> and, and then in the same breath, Bob, you've got the Premier Golf League. Right. Which was kind of what started this all a few years ago. Exactly. And then I think the Saudis wanted to fund the Premier Golf League, and Premier Golf League said no. So the Saudis said, we'll steal your idea and do it anyway. And they did their thing. Now Premier Golf League's like, hey, PGA Tour, look, we're not like those guys. Well, let's come in and we'll be part of the PGA Tour umbrella. This is a an opportunity to celebrate and grow the game, you know, using those same kind of things. Bob, I feel like it's a Trojan horse. Don't let these guys in. Uh, you know, look. The PGA Tour can create this kind of a series if they yes, want they to, can. right? That's what I don't yes, understand through this whole thing. I'm so confused because they're coming with these ideas, and yet the PGA Tour is the one that holds all the cards. Yep. They've already got the established tournaments. They've got the, the infrastructure in place. They have the players. Nobody else has the players. And so uh, I just I'm having a hard time seeing why the PGA Tour is going to be like, hey, that's a really great idea. Why don't I ha- take all of my best product, okay, the players, the best yeah. players, and let them be part of your deal? Yeah. And you can give me a cut of my deal that I already have, and I'm going to share most of it with you. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, but you can you can give me a cut, but you will now own thirty percent of. What the PGA Tour, the 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 players and and the tour will own thirty percent of the PGA Tour, which means that they own seventy percent. But like you said, what I'm thinking is players will keep funneling info to the PGA Tour, and at some point they're going to come out and cut everybody's legs out from underneath them uh, with their own type of a deal. Uh, they talked about a three three tournament deal in the fall of the year. I, I can, I I'm thinking they're going to expand it. Um, it's going to be more. It could be eight, could be 10. Um, and so when you say cut the legs, are you talking about of the players or of the competing leagues of the competing okay. leagues? Yeah. They're going to go in, they're going to do what they did before. But can I stop you the there? For, can I stop you there for a second? Cause I yep. think you're right. But at the same time, and this Norman said this in his letter, Yeah, he said, we don't want you. You don't have to play all the events because we don't want to overload your schedule. Play both tours, and yet any extra events is going to add to their schedule. So if the PGA Tour does the same thing and they do this premier series, whatever you want to call it, at the end of the yeah. year during the fall, you're again you're adding to the player schedule. And supposedly this is. I mean, Norman said, "Look, this will be better for your body. You won't have to put so much wear and tear on your body." Yada yada, <laughs> right? Because it's only going to be fifty-four holes, no cut, and fewer events and more money. Yada yada. Well, any events that they add to these guys is going to be more than what they're going to do. So, you're listening to the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. You. 
USA Radio News with John Hunt. Many world leaders are stepping up as Russia's attacks on Ukraine continue. But New York Representative Claudia Tinney, a member of the Armed Services Committee, said we don't have one here in the United States. I mean, why hasn't he been there negotiating this now? We have President Macron. You have other leaders around the world that are stepping up. We don't have a leader in the Oval Office. I know people say leading from behind. I think he's following from behind. But we're relying on France, of all places, to actually stand up and lead the world. We do not have a world leader. We do not have a person capable of leading the world. Speaking on Newsmax, Tenney also said it's been Congress that has led the way when it comes to spending for Ukraine, not President Biden. Experts now fear that COVID-19 cases in the U.S. will rise over the next few weeks as the new BA2 variant continues to spread. Data from the CDC shows BA2, which is a subvariant of Omicron, has been tripling in prevalence every two weeks. This is USA Radio News. Have you or someone you know used heartburn medications Zantac or Ranitidine and been diagnosed with cancer? Zantac and Ranitidine have been positively linked to cancer. According to the FDA, Zantac and Ranitidine contain NDMA, a known cancer-causing agent. NDMA has been positively linked to cancers of the bladder, pancreas, esophagus, liver, and stomach. Even in single doses and in smaller doses over time, NDMA is one of the strongest proven cancer-causing agents. Call 888-960-1233 or go to ZantacMoney.com. You may be entitled to substantial compensation without going to court if you or a loved one have taken these products in the past 10 years and been diagnosed with cancer. Call now to see if you qualify for free. Call 888-960-1233 or visit ZantacMoney.com to get what may be owed to you. You may be entitled to a cash reward. Find out now at ZantacMoney.com or call 888-960-1233 to see if you qualify for free. Ten pilots from four different airlines are now suing the CDC. They'd like to end the federal mask mandate, calling it illegal and saying it prevents them from flying safely. Seven of the pilots are from JetBlue. The rest are from Southwest, American, and PSA Airlines. Their lawsuit claims that thousands of unruly passenger situations during the pandemic have only been due to mask mandates. The TSA recently extended the mandate another month to April 18th. And gas prices keep going the directions drivers want to see. AAA reports the national average price for regular is down two cents to four twenty-eight a gallon. That's the lowest price in more than a week, but prices are still over five bucks a gallon on the West Coast. The statewide average is five oh two a gallon in Nevada, five twelve in Hawaii, and five seventy-eight in California. This is USA Radio News. Right now, people are home with their pets more often, and I think now, especially with the shedding, they're more cognizant of what's going on and that it's an actual issue, and Dynavite has helped tremendously in our house with that. I just heard the Dynavite commercial so many times, I said, you know what, I'll, I'll give it a shot, and I ordered it and tried it, and it worked. The Dynavite, the being at home, working with them, they all love it. Me and Chewy are together 24-7. Within three weeks, he's not scratching and itching, and he's an all-around happier dog. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E.com. It looks like the NFL might be changing their rules regarding overtime. Three NFL teams are submitting proposals to the league to change overtime rules. The Indianapolis Colts and Philadelphia Eagles want each team to get one possession in overtime. The Tennessee Titans propose each team get one possession unless the team scores a touchdown and a two-point conversion first. From the USA Radio News Phoenix Bureau, I'm Tim Berg. President Joe Biden announced that he's named Dr. Ashish Jha 
to be the new White House COVID-19 response coordinator as the White House looks to move the country into a new phase of the pandemic. Ja will replace Jeff Zients, who led the administration's response to the coronavirus for the last 14 months. He had a background in business and government, and he helped the Obama administration fix the troubledhealthcare.gov website. Ja comes with a deep background in public health research. Russian authorities are now seeking a 13-year prison sentence for opposition leader Alexei Navalny in a trial critics see as an attempt to keep President Vladimir Putin's biggest foe in prison for as long as possible. Navalny, who's already serving two and a half years in a penal colony east of Moscow, has been charged with fraud and contempt of court. The prosecution accuses him of embezzling money that he and his foundation raised over the years. Navalny has rejected the allegations as politically motivated. Get updated anytime at usaradio.com. For the USA Radio News Network, I'm John Hunt. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Well, we have nine more holes to go, so how about you two fellas follow me to the 10th tee? On to the back nine, hour number two of Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper, son of Hall of Famer Billy Casper. Two players down the middle on the tempo. Here's Brian and Bob. Yeah, very well. Welcome in to Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you. Really appreciate you hanging with us on hour number one. Ryan Balangie, Golf News Net. Still to come here on the back nine, hour number two, we're going to welcome in America's favorite caddy. Always good to visit with him. It's March Madness. You know what that means, Bob. Not only a whole lot of fun basketball to watch, <laughs> which I do love watching college This basketball. is one of your favorite times of year, isn't it? It is, it is absolutely. March Madness followed by Augusta. Right into the Masters. Yeah, to me, it's hard to beat, really. I mean, it's uh, of all the sporting events, you've got so much pageantry with college basketball if you will right. you've got the opportunity for upsets you've got uh you know people that are filling out brackets and so they're interested in watching even if they know nothing about the teams that are being that are that are engaged right so yeah and, and then of course you have the fans of those teams and it's just it's fun it's you know i love the amateur game and then you roll it right into augusta national and the masters and you know there's a reason it's a tradition unlike any other well, and it's springtime and it really kicks off the golf season and it really helps us to kind of move forward and get into early summer and and through the, the great uh, major championships after Augusta. The ramp up and the turning point right now to Augusta National in the beginning of golf season and 
it's there's nothing better than this time of year. I'm ready to go. I'm itching. Yep. I've been out on the driving range. Yeah, we're hitting off mats, and you have to wear a sweater and maybe a stocking hat some days. Okay. But you know what? At least you're out. That's yep. the way it is for seasonal uh, you know, climates. So mm-hmm. But if you want to play golf, you got to get out there and, and brave some of the elements. But it's just good to be out there and just to feel the sound of the golf ball off the irons and you know the sound of the ball going into the cup. It's just it's great, right? I mean, it's that time of year. Everything's exciting. You don't remember all of the challenges that you put yourself through a year ago you're all fresh and new and excited and think this is going to be the best year ever and you know what hopefully it will that's all i can say you have to be optimistic if you're going to be a golfer it's it's a great time of year we're seeing some great golf right now and uh you know the match play is here in in two weeks valspar this week and uh then we got augusta Mm -hmm. after san antonio here we go yeah san antonio in there as well by the way just got a text for the season Mm -hmm. opener you want to play sure all right we're on Hey, we'll get into it all next. Back nine, hour number two, right now on Real Golf Radio. Remember your favorite movie moments? Ever thought about collecting them and connecting with your favorite creators? Now you can turn that wish into a reality with Real 8. Real 8 is an inaugural NFT marketplace for fans to collect exclusive behind-the-scenes moments. With Real 8, you can access unique experiences like meeting the cast and crew live. Visit real8.com slash USA now to join a community of like-minded fans and get even closer to the films you love. Don't miss the latest NFT drop. Check out real8.com slash USA. That's R-E-E-L, the number 8.com slash USA. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. Blue Chew's tablets combat all forms of ED and can help men gain extra confidence when it's time to perform. No visits to the doctor, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy, and it ships right to your door. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. BlueChew's licensed medical providers work with you to find the right prescription. BlueChew's tablets are chewable, and they're made in the USA. They prepare and ship directly, so it's cheaper than a pharmacy. Plus, there's a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code SPORTS at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com promo code SPORTS to receive your first month free. Angie's List is now Angie, your home for everything home. With Angie, you could cross your next project off your to-do list before this ad is over. Just tell us what you need and we'll handle the rest. Sending a top pro to get it done. Or browse reviews, compare quotes from pros, and connect instantly. All for free. For everything from routine maintenance to a dream remodel. Because however you want your project done, we'll get it done. Download the app or go to Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com to get started. Are you looking to start a business? From side hustles to major business opportunity? Franchise 123 connects franchise buyers with sellers. And we have over 4,000 franchises for you to choose from. In one simple 30-second call, our live agents will sign you up to the platform. This is not a hard sales call either. We give you free access to our database. Yes, free access, no cost. We are the largest online franchise database in the world. You can find 95% of all businesses. Buying a franchise 
doesn't have to be complicated. We make it easy. And right now, some have no startup fees. You can turn your special skill into a franchise business or go full scale with all the top franchise businesses in the world. Sign up with Franchise 123 now and get your free guide to franchise success now. Call 800-433-0539, 800-433-0539 or text FRANCHISE123 to 63566. Text FRANCHISE123 to 63566. Now, back to Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. And the segment brought to you by Callaway Golf and the new Rogue ST Max Fairway Woods. Callaway's fastest fairway wood ever. The Rogue ST Max Fairway Wood model uh, will fit a wide range of players who want speed, forgiveness, and all-around performance. It's a mid-launch offering with a slight draw bias. The Max model features a new progressive shape and Callaway's most extensive fairway wood offering featuring models from 3-wood Bob to that Heavenwood 11-wood. Mm, there you go. Yeah. Uh, it's powered by AI. You can check it out. It is a gold hot list item from Golf Digest at CallawayGolf.com. I, I brought this up because I'm in the process of a decision making. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I currently carry driver three wood, and then I go to a three hybrid, and then I start my irons with a four iron. And I'm actually considering putting in a five wood. So, you know, I, I, I would have to make some concession right if i was to bring that five wood in so now i go driver three five meaning i'd probably drop my four iron and i would drop my three hybrid and go to a four hybrid so now i'd go five iron four hybrid five wood three wood driver so i'm i've never carried a five wood but i know you have and you like it i do like it um you know it still goes probably 225 um my my three wood goes, you know, two fifty ish. But um, yeah, it's it's a club that's very versatile. Can get the ball up in the air, and I'm thinking about the same thing: dropping the four iron and throwing in a four hybrid, um, and then you know, be able to use that as something that can work in that, you know, that three iron to f- to four iron range. Yeah, well, it's interesting. I'm I'm gonna play around. All I know is this Rogue ST stuff is so good. The driver has been phenomenal. I'm excited to see what it'll do in these other um, these other clubs. Check it out at CallawayGolf.com. Okay, so we spent much of the time in hour number one recapping the players. Congrats to Cam Smith. Uh, big big victory there. Three point six million, fifth win on tour. He's number six in the world. The other story that came out this week is the the Premier Golf League reemerges. Now this seems to be the original offshoot league yeah. that I believe as the story goes, the Saudis came and said, Hey, why don't we finance that and get a part of this? And they decided to go, they decided they didn't want to do that. So the Saudis uh, said, Hey, all right, well, we're going to take your idea and we're going to knock it off anyway. And we're bringing Greg Norman in and they put it all together and rolled out the SGL and the PGL sort of has just remained in the background and let the SGL run and see what would happen. That's the way it looks like to me. And so the PGL reemerges this week, and they're like, hey, look, we want to work in conjunction with the PGA Tour. So they're kind of going about it that way. And the European Tour. Right, and the DP World Tour. You're right. Yep. But they want to be kind of under the umbrella. But yes. they want to be... Partners, the all-star league within the yep. umbrella, if you will, yep. which is so interesting to me. That's that's a topic all in all in its own. But then the Saudi Golf League, not to be forgotten, 
decided to release the an eight tournament schedule. Yes. And they've got money. They've got venues. Mm-hmm. They've got dates. They've got everything you need to hold an eight tournament series, except one very important thing. Players. They got none. They have no players. So first of all, the details, the eight, go through these eight tournaments, Bob. And we're talking about yeah. basically $400 million that they've committed to this. $25 million purse each week, 20 of it on an individual level, $5 million on a team component. They're going to have 12 four-man teams. So they're looking for 48 players to compete for this $400 million. Right. And they're, I, I can only assume, I don't, I don't know what their bylaws state. I don't know if it's, hey, we got Brian and Bob, you know, playing with our buddy Hoops and, and my little brother as a four-man team, and we can take a share of that $400 million, or if it actually requires, you know, some level of professionalism or world ranking for them to actually go yeah. ahead and release the, the money. That, that's what I just don't quite get. Right. So this, the LIV, LIV Golf Invitational Series their 2022 schedule. So that's this year. Right, right. Okay. They're wanting to go. June 9th, for, 9th through 11th is the first event, Centurion Golf Club in London, England. All right. So the first one, that's the week before the U.S. Open. That is correct. And they're doing an event in London. Yep. So that seems curious to me. Mm-hmm. Then July 1st through 3rd would be Pumpkin Ridge Golf Club in Portland. Okay. Great golf city. Haven't seen a whole lot out of Pumpkin Ridge. Interesting. Okay. Yep. Uh, July 29th through 31st, Trump National Golf Club, Bedminster, New Jersey. We've played that course. We have played years that Years and course. years ago. It's, it's, I know Trump's been wanting to have a major championship, was supposed to host the PGA Championship this year, yep. but because of things that went down on January 6th a uh, year or so ago, they, they decided to pull out of that. Anyway, so... Uh, He's going to host one there. So that's three events in the U.S. during the regular FedEx Cup schedule. And that's important to note because you can write for three It's exemptions. actually four events. Oh, uh, that's right. One of them was well, not in the U.S., though. Well, okay. So you've got, you've got London, Portland, New Jersey, followed by September 2nd through 4th, the International in Boston, yeah, but that's international a, golf club. But that's in Boston. after the tour championship. That's true. Yeah. Then September sixteenth through eighteenth, Rich Harvest Farms in Chicago, Illinois. So there are four events in the United States. Two only on the schedule um, of during in the United States during during the um, regular the current FedEx year. Cup season. Yeah. Yep. So um, then after that, October seventh through ninth, Stonehill. Golf Club in Bangkok, Thailand. Then October 14th through 16th, Royal Greens Golf Club in Jeddah, and that's in um, it's in Saudi Dubai. Arabia. Um, and then October 28th through 30th is the team championship that's yet to be determined. Yeah, the other one's in Saudi Arabia. I don't think it's Dubai. It's oh, Saudi, Saudi Arabia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, okay. so those are your eight events. Uh, I again. It's great. They've got money. They've got dates. They've got everything but players. So I guess what we're all waiting, and by the way, the letter that they wrote was very clear to say that these players, who are independent contractors, Mm -hmm. have the ability to choose where they want to play. And he encourages, Norman, encouraging players to play both tours. 
So they're not yeah. playing. They're not playing. They're not conflicting with majors, and they're not conflicting with the big invitationals, like Jack's right. Memorial and you know those right. sort of things. Yep. WGCs, whatever. Correct. So basically, he's trying to push the envelope. He's trying to put the, push the envelope and get the players to bite. And if he can do that, and the tour does not allow them to play, then guess what? It's all going to be up to lawyers at that point in time. And um, you know, the PGL, the Premier Golf League, is basically the same thing. Um, but they're trying to get 18 events and go in conjunction with the PGA Tour, be part of the PGA Tour. Yeah, exactly. Well, the caddy's going to join us next. Uh, we'll get his thoughts on all of this and have a fun discussion and uh, continue this uh, as well as we uh, wrap up here in hour number two. Thanks for joining us. Brian and Bob with you here on Real Golf Review. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968 That's 800-817-2968 I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts, and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free, guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Come on, you watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. 
You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Talking golf with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. One day you'll get it. Here's Brian and Bob. There are bag rats. And then there are caddies. Pro jocks who are legends in caddy shacks across the PGA Tour. While we can neither confirm nor deny the existence of this legendary looper, here he is, the caddy on Real Golf Radio. Yeah, caddy joins us weekly here on Real Golf Radio. Looking back at the finish of that Players' Championship, among other things. Caddy, good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. It was, uh, you know, a discombobulated week, no doubt about it. But it came together at the end. It was a pretty exciting finish there. Cam Smith, you know, birdie's 17. Lahiri right behind him, birdie's 17. Cam's in the water on 18 and scrambles it to uh, eke out a one-shot win. And, yeah, just a little 3.6 for his efforts. Yeah, so my first question is, has anybody ever used the word combobulated? If there's discombobulated. Anyway, um, so <laughs> Cam Smith Cam Smith was exploring that, that that kind of thing, thinking on his punch out on 18. When you have a three-shot lead and you're in the right trees, you want to make sure you punch it out into the water just to make it exciting. Because, you know, otherwise it's pretty much over. Mm. So he actually looked like he hit the shot exactly like he wanted to. He said it came out really hard out of there. But um, I got to tell you, that little pitch shot he hit from there, that oh. was per- that was about as close to perfection as you can do. Yeah. Just yeah, that thing. Pure... You know, it hit and checked and spun back a little bit from 53 yards. I mean, don't think when all that – situation is there like that's necessarily an easy shot and he executed it like it was Monday afternoon and no one was around and he was just practicing that was impressive how good did he putt the last round oh he made it but that's often you know you go back to the open championship last summer that's what Morikawa did in the final round he putted like that you often see a guy putt like that to win a big tournament or a major uh, that's often what it takes, and he did it. Yes, he did. What, how many one putts did he have in that? Did he have eight in that he, final? He round? had ten birdies in the final round. Ten birdies, yeah. But I think he like had eight eight one putts, something crazy. I think, he, I think he had like one or two parts. And he he on at seventeen. Um, I mean, I he got a hand into his caddy. He said, "Mate, just aim it just in the right water and draw it three feet." That's the that's the play, Mike. What the heck was that? Uh, how far right was that? Forty feet right of where? And he was trying to maintain composure and not show you that he didn't really mean to do that, but he kind of broke and started smiling as he walked to the back. So, yeah, I'm thinking it's thirteen one putts. That's yeah, a lot. Of he one had putts. a bunch. Yeah, he had a bunch. I think he was eight one putts on the back nine. Maybe that's what I was thinking. Well, how about you start off with four straight birdies, and then it seems like it's going sideways and you're completely blown your opportunity, and then you make the turn and you reel off four straight birdies again. I mean, that's 
I, that's what's so impressive about these pros, right? I mean, how many times as amateurs are we out there, we get on a little streak, a little run, we're thinking, hey, we got this golf thing figured out, and then all of a sudden things start going poorly, and we go right down the parade of terribles, and we're ready to just give up the game and, and don't really ever have that bounce back. I, I think the, the, the tour pro perspective and the better player perspective is, okay, I messed up a couple of holes, but I still got all these other holes to make up for it, where the struggling amateur says, oh, man, I got I was in good shape, and I'm now I have all I got all these holes that, are, that could make it worse. <laughs> it sucks. If you're not capable of bouncing, you're not capable of bouncing back. That's all I got to say about that. But mm. what I like, Cam, Cam, Cam was asked to, before the championship, if you want all that money, what, what would happen? And he was kind of saying, well, I kind of got everything I need. I mean, I got beer and I got, you know, a house and I'm good. Um, I mean, he, that was pretty cool. So yeah, maybe it's you know, good to have thing, that perspective. For sure. The story from the week that I loved about this whole thing with Cameron Smith was that he hadn't seen his mom and his sister in two years because of the COVID. And he picked them up at the airport. They come to America. They're with him for the week, and he wins the golf tournament. I thought that was absolutely perfect for them to be there and for for him to get choked up on national television mm-hmm. saying that he hadn't seen him in two years. What a great way. Um, that's a silver, silver Disney ending as we talk about it. Were you going to silver lining? Is that what you wanted? No. No, you're not going. You're just Disney ending. Yeah, just a Disney ending. Okay. Well, Bob has called for Disney endings, you know, in previous <laughs> years. I believe it was maybe a year or two ago. Maybe, you know, he was calling for uh, all, well, four grand, career grand slams. Four yeah, career grand absolutely. slams to all take place in the same year. That that yeah. was, that yeah. would have been Disney-esque for sure. Yeah. So, hey, Caddy, uh, on another topic, uh, Paul Casey can we ask about the tee shot that landed in somebody else's pitch mark in the fairway? And I mean, bad break or bad rule. What do you think? I've seen a ball end up in a splash mark in a bunker where the tee shot lands and then nobody really realizes. So it's a little kind of crater in a bunker. And I've never in my entire time playing golf seen a ball, I have seen a ball end up at a pitch mark on a green or on, on the fringe near the green, but never a pitch mark in the fairway. Never seen that before. First time for me. Mm-hmm. Never seen it. And what it, you hit your best drive in a perfect spot, and you get up there, and, uh, you know, a lesser man might have just walked over to the water and just walked in <laughs> to the water. <laughs> Just, just walked into the. <laughs> you know that's a sign from the higher powers that it's time to come home. I don't know. That's just that. That's the worst break. It, it, there are a few worse breaks in golf than that. Uh, Joe Daly hitting the back of the rim yeah. on the oh, cup yeah. on the six inch tap, and that's the worst one of all. Time. That that's was a the worst school. break of all time. Yeah, it was, of course it was. And and that, uh, but no, Casey's. And, and you can't fault him for not going for it. I, who knows what's going to happen? I mean, even Ben Hogan didn't practice that shot. So, wow. But it'd be cool to see what would happen if you went at it from a 
you know, with the five iron or whatever out of there and who knows, yeah. but what a break, what an amazingly horrendous mm. break. And as far as the rule goes, is it a bad rule? Well, to, to, to properly answer that question, you have to first go to your foundation, your fundamentals of what you think golf should be. Is it Trevino's idea where you said you just play the ball where it lies, period, or it's a one-shot penalty? Or was it more an equitable idea thinking we should try to have the same conditions of the golf course whether you're playing early or late, which would be tapping spikes marks down or maybe taking a ball out of a divot that's that's the other end of that spectrum. So it depends where you lie on that spectrum. Well, they've already Whether made provisions think, for the spike marks, right? So is this a spike mark have, type thing? Yes. The problem with the, the fairway conditions, I'm going to imagine, is is it, it gets into a fuzzy area of, is that really a divot anymore? Because it's grown in for a week and it's now half and half and do you still do it? And is that really a ball mark? I'm, it's pretty obvious it's a ball mark. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, um, yeah, so, so I guess it just depends where you lie on that spectrum. It certainly, you'd certainly say you just don't deserve that. Uh, yeah. But as was famously written one time, um, no good shot shall go unpunished <laughs> is one of the ways to look at how we play golf. Um, I, I imagine the Scots were up there who started the game way back then. Were up there watching the tournament and said, "Hey, <laughs> <Aye>, lad." <laughs> so it. you're kind of uh, you're you're of the mindset that y- it becomes too much of a gray area and it's too hard to define the rule. If they were to change that, everybody would be taking drops for any number of reasons. Is that what you're saying? Well, I can look at both sides of the coin here, and and I think that's what's done in the rules. Such as you, the easy thing to say is just play as it lies and go. Yeah. Period. That's how we all used to do it. But used to have the stymies too, and that was obviously mm. did the stymie thing ever make any sense at all? It was really cool watching Byron Nelson chip a ball over another ball and holding it from a foot and a half away. That was pretty neat. Yeah. When he had the stymie rule way back when. That's a really well, good example, actually. Bob. And, and yeah, the other I mean. Thing- the other thing that's all interesting about this is first and second round were lift clean in place uh, and it went away on the third and fourth round. So if it would have been, you know, a couple of rounds sooner, you know, it, it would have been a mute point. He would have picked it up. He would have marked it, picked it up, cleaned it off and placed it. I think you look at that and it's just, Sevy would have said that's just fate. That's just fate. That was not your, it was not your destino, destino to win this championship, my friend. <laughs> it's pity for you. It's pity for you. That's what Savi would have said. He would have that. said that about somebody else, but he would have not said that about him. He would never have accepted that it wasn't destiny for him to win. Well, he would have got in there with some kind of a fairway wood and hit a shot like slice 47 yards and got on the green yeah, that's what Sebi would have done with that. Yeah, shot. he would have gone for the green. Am I right? No doubt. I mean, he absolutely, hundred percent. There's no chance that Sebi, Phil Mickelson, Arnold Palmer is not trying to hit that ball in the green. Am I right? I mean, no that's chance. True. Zero. That's true. Yeah, Bones isn't even going to try to talk Phil out of that one because he knows there's no chance he's going to talk him out of it. So, yeah, I love that's it. Uh, that's another 
It's another way to look at that shot. Yeah, it's, it's, I, I, I felt terrible for Paul Casey. I mean, how could you not? It's, just, it's like you're doing exactly what you're supposed to do. Exactly. And you just get you just, just get Heisman by the golfing forces of the universe. It's just wrong. It's so wrong. Hey, can I ask you before we run out of time, uh, Brandel Chambly was pretty vocal this week that the 17th at TPC Sawgrass is unfair and needs to be redesigned. What do you think of the 17th? I like the 17th. I would say I'm really hardline. There are a few times I've been around when the conditions were unfair. Unpl- well, I can't say unfair. Unfair is a subjective, but unplayable. Um, but here's my thought on that. Um, there is a limit on a golf course to how much wind you can play in. Obviously, if it was blowing 176 miles an hour and we had a hurricane, you wouldn't be playing, right? right. If it's blowing three miles an hour, we would be playing. Somewhere in between there lays a point where we can't play anymore. Typically, that's defined as when the ball is not staying on a putting surface or moving on a putting surface. That's usually when they do it. But 17 is an exception or in addition to that, in, in, in as much as this. It can blow as hard as it wants at Sawgrass, as hard as it wants. If the balls are moving on the green, the entire course is playable. might not be fun, but it's playable. That hole, you can argue very well that it's unplayable for the best players in the world when the wind reaches a certain point. Remember your favorite movie moments? Ever thought about collecting them and connecting with your favorite creators? Now you can turn that wish into a reality with Real 8. Real 8 is an inaugural NFT marketplace for fans to collect exclusive behind-the-scenes moments. With Real 8, you can access unique experiences like meeting the cast and crew live. Visit real8.com slash USA now to join a community of like-minded fans and get even closer to the films you love. Don't miss the latest NFT drop. Check out real8.com slash USA. That's R-E-E-L, the number 8.com slash USA. I need a laptop that helps me work remote from Charleston or, or Charlotte or wherever I am this week. It's possible at Staples. How about a PC that can manage my workload at a price I can manage? Also possible. Your local Staples store has the innovative tech and tools you need to take on the future of work. And this week at Staples, you can save up to $230 on select PCs. Explore what's new for your business at Staples. The working and learning store ends 319. Limit two in-store only. Right now, sports betting is the fastest growing industry in the world. To consistently cash tickets at the sports books, it's best to be armed with the right plays from the best sports bettors in the business. That's what you'll get at AgainstTheNumber.com. At AgainstTheNumber.com, you'll get specialists with decades of experience betting multiple sports at a high level and many sports-specific packages from the NFL to college basketball to cricket to soccer to the European tour that gives you a consistent edge on the sports book. For a highly skilled, reasonably priced team of premium sports handicappers focused on one thing and one thing only, beating the books at their own game. Visit AgainstTheNumber.com That's AgainstTheNumber.com Fever is the leading symptom of COVID and the flu. And the only way to reliably detect fever is with an accurate thermometer. 
Be vigilant and be accurate with the Exergen Temporal Scanner, proven in more than 100 clinical studies. Don't rely on non-contact thermometers. They are proven to be inaccurate and will not reliably detect a fever that might mean COVID. Be sure to seek medical advice at the first sign of fever. Learn more at exergen.com. Hi, Tom Bodette for Motel 6, and we'll leave the light on for fur babies. If you think it's been hard being stuck at home for a year, think about your dog. It's been seven years for them, and they deserve to get out and sniff the world, too. So grab Daisy, Ranger, or Doodles and hit the road. But be sure to stick your head out the window and look for a Motel 6. And like all pets, Baxter stays free. Hot dog. I'm Tom Bodette for Motel 6, and we'll leave the light on for you. That is not still blowing balls on the green, but what I mean is, you get the best players in the world getting up. They all hit one after another, after another, after another, after another. If you if you have to execute well and get lucky and get really lucky to even have the ball on a, on a surface, you might say, well, that's pushing it a little bit, right? Um, they couldn't move the tees because that was a continuation of the round. It's not like they could have thrown them down on the front tee right. and then you know had a little chip shot and then you could play it. But that, that's the thing about that hole. Um, and look, I, I thought Max Homa had the best line about that day. He said, this was a terrible day to play golf and a tremendous day to watch golf on TV. <laughs> he said something it. like that. What a good line that was. <laughs> that's how yeah. it was. But it looked to me, um, normally I'd say, hey, let's go play. Look, when, when I caddied for a winner there, we played that hole twice on a Monday and it was gusting to 30, and the green was firm. And I saw two perfect shots that were three steps from going in the water. And the hole was extremely difficult, but definitely playable. You know, it's um, interesting. Paul McGinley on the broadcast, he and Brandel were going back and forth. Paul McGinley said, you know what, it's almost like there's only a one-dimensional player um, – on the PGA tour. Uh, all these guys are still trying to hit the shots that they normally hit, um, in, in good conditions, but in those windy conditions, those shots aren't the shots that you play. You, you do what Justin Thomas did. You take a six iron, you play it down under the wind and you knock it on the green. Um, and he said, when players in the game can't adapt to the conditions, to um, to hit the shots that need to be hit, um, then then of course you're going to see the big numbers. And you know he said a day like today, Paul McGinley said um, that um, you know par is a good score, and you want to get it as close to par as you can. You don't need to worry about three or four or five or six under par. I I like that statement a lot. Justin Thomas put on a clinic of how to hit that shot. It was. I mean, if he didn't raise his status to possibly, arguably, the best ball striker on the planet right now, just watch those shots he hit on 17. I, this guy hits it a mile. I've never seen anybody hit a six iron on that hole, by the way, ever. I've been on that hole many times during the tournament, played it many times, lived there, played it in the winter when it was cold into the wind. It's never a six iron, ever. Yeah. And he hit a six iron. And, I mean, From how good was that? Yeah, and, and probably 120 to the front. So that that was impressive. And here's what I saw, though, in the morning on Saturday. This is what I'm pointing to. I saw all these great players. They looked like – a couple of them looked like they hit the shot they wanted to, and it came up way short of the green, 
So maybe they played the wrong shot, the wind gusted, whatever. But you also saw lots of guys make the worst looking swings they've ever made. They just, it looked like the wind mentally just crushed them uh, from even making a play at it. And you never see that. I mean, I would, I couldn't believe some of the looks of the swings and I, the balls off the club face and the guy's turning around like, Oh my goodness, that I haven't done that in my life. Right. You saw like a hundred of those. And so, yeah, the, the one dimensional palm again, I saw, I heard a stat that the average trajectory during that windy period was only five feet lower than during the calm periods earlier in the week. Yeah. So Bob, that would point to the idea that these guys aren't playing a different shot. Five feet. That's, Nothing on trajectory, isn't it? That's like nothing. Gotta get the trash meter out on that. Yeah. What would just I'd like to see JT's trajectory on those shots. How high did those go compared to the rest of the field? But Mm. it's a good point by McGinley. But my but my uh my question on that, not not, you have to be there to really know. If you're standing there caddying and you're watching this, you can you have a much better feel on it, but um that's the thing about that hole, and, and what Brandel meant about redesigning it is, on the on the rare-ish occasion when you, there's just no bailout, it, you can't even chip it down to the forward tee and try to no. hit it on it too because there's a bush on the left side of the forward tee, and you're going to hit it in the bush, so you can't even try that. So it's kind of like you, you could get up there, and you could argue that there's just it's just a like, imagine if the hole was three feet square around, would it be okay to play it? I mean, you could hit it, right? If you hit a good shot. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's kind of like the wind speed. There's a there's an arguable zone of limit, you know, limit there where you can say, yeah, that's a little too much, or nah, now it's okay. And that was right there on the edge of it. It was either in it a little bit or not in it a little bit. And, and, you, you'll get people arguing both ways on that. But it was fun to watch on TV, I can tell you that. Sure was. So, Caddy, we talk about the uh, calling card or the, the the character of the West Coast swing and the, and the, you know, with all the celebrities that were involved over the years. Florida's got, you know, you got those those last three holes. You've got, the, you got uh, the bear trap at Honda. You've got the snake pit this week at the Copperhead course at Innisbrook. Which are the tougher <laughs> three holes? Or is it even a question? Do you have to take TPC out of it to talk about those, this com- this conversation? Well, they're all tough holes. Innisbrook really has 16 as the tough tee shot. And it's, it is a tough tee shot. And the other holes are tough. But that it doesn't have as much disaster and double, triple bogey as the bear trap or the last three holes of the players. Um, I always felt like you, you there's all kinds of opinions about the – 17 hole of the players is it a great hole or a, a, a kind of a gimmicky hole and and people are pretty solidly in one camp or the other i think that's the best finish in golf the last three holes of the players it's so exciting absolutely anything can happen when i caddied for the win there we had a two-shot lead walking off the 14th green and what went through my head was well i've seen guys finish 21st from here <laughs> and i've seen guys win from here so this is far from over. Um, it's just, a, it's an amazing finish. It, it, guys have gone, remember David Duvall one time went, uh, he was playing, he went Eagle birdie on 16 and 17 and did not have the honor on 18. 
He went he went three two because someone else went two two on him. Wow. He was playing with. It's it's just anything can happen there. You, you could have a seven shot lead and lose with the guy you're playing with going to sixteen. It's mm. just it's wild. The bear trap is somewhat wind dependent. It doesn't matter if there's wind at Sawgrass. It makes a difference, but it could be dead calm at Sawgrass, and you can still totally butcher it. Um, the bear trap kind of kind of requires the wind. Seventeen doesn't really, but. 15 does require the wind. It's not a hard shot without the wind. But um, they're both difficult. But I'm, I, I just think the players is, for tournament golf, it's the most exciting last three holes because there's so much that can happen. It's pretty cool. Yeah, good stuff. Caddy, thanks for joining us, man. We appreciate it. Always fun to talk golf with you, my friend. Thank you, gentlemen. I started Folds of Honor above my garage 13 years ago because 90% of spouses and children of killed or disabled U.S. service members receive no federal education assistance. Our mission has never wavered. We honor their sacrifices by educating their legacy. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thanks to you, I will be a construction engineer. An elementary school teacher. Thank you for helping me fulfill my dream of going to med school. We're able to award these scholarships because patriots like you refuse to turn your back on the cost of freedom. Join the Folds of Honor Squadron today. Your $13 a month will help ensure we never turn military families away. This is your call to duty. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thanks to people like you, I know my dad is not forgotten. To Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you here on Real Golf Radio. It's brought to you by our friends at Black Desert Resort. Remarkable within reach. Go to blackdesertresort.com and find out about this all-inclusive new golf resort available in St. George, Utah. Blackdesertresort.com. Tom Weiskopf Championship Course. There's water out on that golf course now, and they are grassing, planning. It is going to be super exciting. Nice. Scheduled to open in October of this year just a phenomenon and by the way if you have a track man you can actually play the golf course it's been mm. a few changes since that was put out but you can go to TrackMan, look up black desert and uh, give it a go should be a lot there of fun go. and the nice thing is on TrackMan, you can actually play your ball out of the black lava which you will not be able to do so <laughs> on the real golf course no yeah i wouldn't recommend you try to retrieve your ball from the lava no not a good idea no um thanks to the caddy for joining us really appreciate that uh, this, this is, this interesting. This whole thing is, is interesting with the, the PGL, uh, the SGL, the eight tournament series that Norman has thrown out there. How, how do you see this all coming together, Bob? I mean, they, they obviously have money behind it. They have a team, they have sites and dates set. Uh, has, what, when, when's the shoe going to drop? What, what, I mean, this is a massive thing. I, Norman is basically daring. Yes you know, Commissioner Monaghan to mm-hmm. try and stop him. Yeah. Well, he, he's daring them because now now that he kind of, quote unquote, has an eight tournament um, schedule, now he can start saying, okay, players, we've got this and this is what you stand to make. And 
um, that kind of thing. So it, it's almost like he's thrown out the uh, thrown out the idea of uh, getting these guys to to buy in for by just paying them money. Well, that's um, a lot of money, $400 million out there. Well, yeah, it's $400 million, and they've changed their model. Um, but it's still, it's still, what, smoke and mirrors and up in the air as long as they don't have players. So it'll be interesting to see if somebody bites. Now, the Premier Golf League wants to do 18 events and 12 four-player teams. Um, they've got $20 million per event, $100 million going to the winner, uh, winner-take-all prize of $20 million is up for grabs uh, for the season-ending team. Um, there's shares between the players of the Corn Ferry Tour, the PGA Tour, the DP World Tour, um, and all these guys, you know, if if they're playing or whatever, you know, they, then they get to play for all this money as well. Um, but, God, I just... Like you, like we said earlier, I, I just don't see the players making the effort to do it and riling up the waters as far as the PGA Tour and everything is concerned right now. And when it comes down to it, I see the PGA Tour taking the best of all these and doing it on their own and having eight opposite field events instead of 18. Yeah, it's a lot. Look, I... Yeah. Well, these guys are already playing a lot of golf. And so you're asking them to play even more golf in a time when a lot of the players would take some time off. So, yeah, there's a lot of money, but your body can only take so much, right? Um, I think you have to have an off season. Uh, my, my other take on this is the Premier Golf League is trying to play within the rules and work with the tours, the DP World Tour and Correct. the PGA Tour. Correct. They're trying to come in and say, let us present this Premier League series within your events. Okay? The SGL is just saying, basically, screw you. We're doing this. And they're, they're taking a, a more of a hostile separate, approach. Separate entity, yeah. Right. This is a different group. And yep. so, I, I don't know. I'm not, at the end of the day, though, does the PGA Tour, is the product stale? Do the players not make enough money? Do, does it not generate enough fan interest? Uh, those are the questions you have to ask. And if, if any of those, if all of those are yes, 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 it generates enough interest, it, they make enough money as it currently stands, then I don't see the need for this additional tour right. or these additional events or a competing, at least competing events, right? And so I think you'd be crazy when you are the one that holds all the cards, which the PGA Tour does, mm -hmm. to give up any part of that. I like, agree. That doesn't, I don't know any business, how that makes any business sense. Mm -hmm. You hold all the cards and they know that. Yep. So I just, I have a hard time seeing how this is all going to work unless they're going to bring money and sponsorships, but you're essentially making the PGA Tour a minority share in their own product. Yeah, and and the other thing is this whole thing, both these tours are geared on the greed factor of the players. They're trying to elicit them to play and to be a part of these two series strictly on greed and money. And... um and these guys are making a boatload right now. So 
um, uh, it's going to be tough. Yeah, you know, you heard Cam Smith maybe make some comments, and you heard John Rahm earlier making comments. These guys, they're, they've made more money than they maybe ever yeah. considered that they would make. Yep. And now it's about history and their place, and that happens, according to John Rahm, that takes place on the PGA Tour. So we'll yes. see. It's, it's going to be interesting to see how this continues to unfold. I'm sure this won't be the last we talk about it. We'll take a short break. We'll wrap up next right here on Real Golf Radio. Here's a simple solution for you. If you have back pain, knee pain, or any other pain in your body, it's as simple as drinking a glass of water every day. Your body is over 60% water, and drinking the best water you can get is crucial for your health. Echo Antioxidant Water, developed by Synergy Science, is the best water you can drink, and it's only available through this special radio offer. Over 1,000 research studies have shown that the powerful antioxidant used in Echo Antioxidant Water can reduce inflammation, improve brain function, help you sleep better, and boost gut health. With just two glasses a day, you can experience these benefits right from the comfort of your home. Some people have even replaced their morning coffee jolt with Echo Antioxidant Water. Call now and learn which Echo product by Synergy Science is right for you. We offer free shipping and a full 30-day money-back guarantee. Change your health by simply changing your water. 800-944-1789. 800-944-1789. That's 800-944-1789. If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bone. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them. And it's proudly made in the USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-437-8217. 800-437-8217. That's 800-437-8217. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. 
Talking Golf with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. One day you'll get it. Here's Brian and Bob. Oh, it's been a fun show. There's a lot to talk about for sure. We're just a few weeks away from the Masters. Can't wait to bring our coverage of uh, the event from you uh, for you again as we return to Augusta after a couple years off due to COVID. We're excited to get back there. Thanks to Ryan Ballinger. Thanks to the caddy for joining us. Oh, and by the way, if you need a little bonus caddy uh, yeah. segment, we our local flagship station, twelve eighty the zone in Salt Lake City, Utah, had a little movie eighties movie bracket challenge. And we brought the caddy in on it just for fun. And we have that posted to our Twitter feed at Real Golf if you want to jump on and listen to us. Just be kind of silly. And the caddy got really into this thing. He did. He was loving this 80s movies thing. I think this is the most fun he's had in yeah, a long it was time. Fun. So anyway, yeah. check that out on our Twitter feed at Real Golf. Yeah, and my final four are Princess Bride, Caddyshack, Goonies, and Fletch. Okay, well, we'll see how that all plays out. Uh, some interesting things still to talk about, but the countdown to Augusta is on and that's what uh, i'm really excited about it'll be great to, to be bringing you coverage from augusta georgia all right that'll do it for us it's been a fun show thanks to dave blauser our producer he's bob casper i'm brian taylor we'll see you next week right here on real golf radio if you missed something from today's show you can find it now on iHeartRadio talk that's iHeartRadio.com slash talk you're listening to the sports byline usa broadcast network